What are you doing here today? Is this some kind of setup or something? What is I'm just on my way to the beach. You have to put oh. that in the fridge. You know what? I don't oh. want this cookie. No, I just stopped by. What's wrong with that? Oh. Me, my mommy, my daddy. I'm here. I'm here. Hurry. Oh my God. God. Welcome everybody to To Cap It Off The To Catch A Predator Podcast. I am your host, Jake Scholl, and I'm joined here by my co-host, C.G. Myers. And we are taking you back to Bowling Green, Kentucky here on episode four and a half. And we're calling it episode four and a half because, uh, what was that, about two weeks ago or so, uh, we made our first attempt at recording a video podcast, which will eventually be up on the to cap it off podcast youtube channel so be on the lookout for that when that does roll around uh we will let you guys know on the facebook page when that goes live so with this episode on episode four and a half we'll be taking you guys back to bowling green kentucky where we'll be talking about yet another classic in the t-cap world um i'm gonna stop you right there before we get any further um Let's just um, for any of the anybody who does not watch the um, live experiment we did, um, don't we have a little bit of a shout out? We do. Thank you for reminding me. I do want to pull that up. So we did back on episode three, uh, like we do every episode, saying you know we we'll give some hints at the end of an episode leading to the next predator that we'll be covering and if you do guess it correctly send us a message on to the to cap it off facebook page if you do get it correct we will give you guys a shout out on the episode and we did have somebody that got it correctly uh i did mention this like uh cg said in the video experiment but you know just in case that that does fall under and uh, we aren't able to get that out we do want to give our shout out to i'm sorry if i pronounced your name wrong christoph cole uh we we do thank you very much for uh participating in the little shout out contest that we do and you are the lucky winner so we thank you very much for being a supporter of the show and being a listener every time we release an episode so uh continuing then from there uh like i said we are going back to bowling green kentucky very classic sting in the t-cap world and a very classic predator in this episode we'll be covering is dustin mcfedridge um i'm just going to give a couple details about him before i hand it over to cg like we do every episode uh at the time of the sting dustin was at age 26 and he uh he does have a disability towards him which we will cover a little later in the episode, he does have cerebral palsy. Um, other than that, I'm going to hand it over to CG. So that way he can give his input on it. And then we'll start to get the conversation going. All CG. right. All CG, right. Take it away. All right. Uh, I will. Cool. <laughs> and that's how the uh, um, uh, decoy spells it. K. E-W-L in the chat. Um, speaking of the chat, let's uh, start there first. Um, so, you know, a lot of or the standouts of what Dustin uh, was wanting 
they chatted for a, a month just shy of a month they started chatting on september 30th of 2007 and the last message the last message that was captured was on october 20th so just 10 days shy of a year i mean man i can't even get a girl to talk to me for about a day let alone a month it's unfortunate then again that is me <laughs> Um, but some of the highlights, um, Dustin is, and we want to put this out there before we go any further. Yes, he does have a disability, but we are not making fun of his disability. Um, he's a predator, uh, first and foremost. So just want to throw that out there. That it's not a we're saying this stuff or we might make fun or tease because, oh, you're making fun of someone who has a disability. He is a predator um, first and foremost. Um, Correct. I'm glad you mentioned that because uh, I have it like my personal stance on it. I'm not sure about yours. Well, I have is, my personal stance on it. <laughs> is that if you have a disability, that does not take away from from your actions of being a predator. Correct. And in Dustin's case, he is very, um, vulgar isn't even a, a word that describes him. It's very, as I, I'd say disturbing. I was going to say icky, but. <laughs> well, you can, you can use the childish term and I'll, I'll use the adult term here. Yikes yikes <laughs> um but yeah his chat is very disturbing he has moments where it's just it gives you just the creeps of like how like i say this in every episode of just like how can a person think this mm -hmm. about somebody that is in this case was meant to be 13 or even just like talking to somebody like at the beginning of like a conversation and instantly just want to just dive into very sexual things like a very sexual driven conversation how long does it take do you uh that till they got into that kind of uh conversation do you know offhand um i don't know offhand but i will say um skimming through it um before we started um I think there's, like, moments here and there that he kind of, like, slips something in um, to try and um, get that going. Um, but then he, like, pulls it back really quickly um, and, like, keeps going until it goes into a territory where, you know, you can't come back from. Um, he calls the decoy hunt a lot. Yeah. Um, and is very, um, possessive of this decoy. Um, like he'll say things like, I'll miss you. Um, but, um, the, the more adult things that he talks about, he talks about sex. Um, I think he shows, I mean, we can't see it on this chat, but he does send, um, photos of people and videos of people having sex 
to the decoy, um, only knowing that because of listening to his, um, um, interrogation, um, with the, with the officer, um, um, he wants to shave the decoy, um, near her, uh, pri or her private areas, he wants to shave down there, um, he, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jake, um, is this, is he the one who is asking, like, where does he want, where does she want him to come on him? Yes. Okay. She, uh, so he gives the decoy, uh, quote unquote choices. Uh, you know, it usually says mouth or any other private areas to be less vulgar. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot more to it than, cause like that's you, like from other chat logs I've seen, that seems to be a very common question mm -hmm. that decoy or that um predators have said to decoys but what really makes dustin dustin <laughs> is makes him uh, a so, dusty little fella i hate you so much <laughs> sorry i have to do a bad fund why do you talk because <laughs> you have me on the podcast exactly <laughs> anyway as i was saying what really makes dustin such a classic is certain things like, you know, he wants the decoy to pick a pair of panties, wear them for two or three days straight and send them to him in the mail. That right there is already crossing some borders. Yeah. Like, like <clears throat> I, I, I don't, I don't get the, the kick of it, let alone the fact that it's a minor but just the overall, like, what do you get out of that? I don't, I don't understand it, and it's just, it just makes it even more wrong that it's from a decoy. Yeah, like the it's that serves no purpose at all. Exactly, and like like we said, the the decoy is meant to be thirteen years old, so. The fact that he he sees nothing wrong with having to ask a decoy or I keep calling him a decoy, ask a thirteen year old yeah. something like that and think it's perfectly fine. Yeah. That's not okay. Um and then he also so this is where oh my lord, this is where it it's drawn the line for me. When I was running over different things with him, including his chat log. And saw this, this, this just, you know, nail in the coffin for me. He wanted to have a threesome with him, the 13-year-old decoy, and his 8-year-old sister. Keep in mind, he's 26 at the time. He wanted to have a threesome with... Himself, a 26-year-old, a 13-year-old who is our decoy, and his 8-year-old sister. That is not okay in any way. That's disgusting. Like, what possesses you to think 
that you know i'm i'm just going to do this like this is okay i can think this like what i'm it makes me so mad well my thing is is that okay a 13 year old is young yes but an 8 year old like, they don't even know the concept of, of any of that. Like, they eight-year-olds look at their parents and go, Ew, that's disgusting that you're kissing. Even 13-year-olds, depending on how they're brought up, True. Would, would think that as well. True. That in, in, in what world does Dustin think that everything that he wants and he's fantasizing about is perfectly normal. Right. It, it just, yeah, it, that, like I said, that right there is the nail in the coffin. Like, the scummiest people that we've talked about so far, he's at the top of the list at, for that. I would say, I mean... Yes, there's others, other, um, so far what we talked about on this podcast where it's like, okay, yeah, what, what they say or what they want to do is a little scummy. I mean, I think we all can agree that, um, David, or not David, wow, Jeff Sokol, I don't know where David <laughs> came from. He's so scummy, I came up with a new name for him. Exactly. Um, that, but a lot of the predators that we've talked about, they they're idiots dustin i think it's almost like he's smarter than the other predators he's smarter than the average bear (laughs) he's smarter than the average pedo i mean that's not saying much but (laughs) but the reason why i say that is because um during his discussion with the officer when he was in custody, um, he was telling the the throughout the process and and chatting with him, he kept saying things like, "Well, well, I'm just being honest with you. I'm I'm telling like he's um giving the officer the the runaround that he would go back to why." Well, I have a disability. Girls don't like me. Um, but his chat and what he wants to do are just despicable things. Um, something that he does mention in his um, chat with the officer is that um, apparently he this isn't anything new. Um, and that he was talking with somebody prior to him showing up to the sting house um that he was dustin was saying that he didn't really like this girl so he was asking her about sex and this and that and the other um and he told the officer that he had to apologize to the dad so then there wasn't any legal issues so he he'll take like five steps over the line so to speak and then 
13 steps back because it's almost like, why the disability? I don't know any better. Right. That I'm, I'm protected by my mom, um, or as Dustin calls it, a mama. And, (laughs) um, he, he blames the decoy in this scenario as well that, well, she was, she wanted me to come down and she was coaxing me to come down and, and she was asking for it and she was wanting it. Um, just because someone says or asks you something, I mean, heck, I asked you to, um, at least just hear me out with what I want to say and you say no. So, I mean, that's because you say a lot of, lot of dumbness. Fair enough. But yeah, but that's a yoga, yoga move. <laughs> I was going to say that, but I was not sure. Um, but, you know, in, in Dustin's case, it's like, okay, maybe this, let, let's let say this, this girl was a real girl and wanting him to, you know, come down and do the things that he was saying that he wanted to do. Just because someone says, sure, does not mean that that gives you the go ahead either. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, like, the fact that he's trying to twist it then around saying, like, oh, the decoy did this, the decoy did that, he still showed up with I think razors. He, I think he blamed Chris, too. <laughs> did he blame Chris? I think so. Of Like, well, the man on the TV said I wasn't going to get arrested. The man on the TV. He lied to me. Well, let Let's uh, reiterate for him that the man on the TV is not just an ordinary man, but he He's is the pedo slayer, the pedo slayer, Chris Hansen. Um, but yeah, so like he's trying to blame it all on the decoy, but he still showed up with the evidence, quote unquote evidence, meaning he showed up with razors with the intent of shaving the decoy's private areas and KY jelly as lubricant. Wanted to have a fun time. And <laughs> and the the um the parole the, the officer even said said to him like um why did you bring the, the you know the KY jelly with you? And he was like, Oh I, I don't know and eventually it was like, Okay, Dustin, I think you do know. Well like him saying "I don't know" is the equivalent of like a child getting yelled at in school. Oh, why'd you do this? Oh, well, I, don't I don't know. know. Exactly. Like the ki- he knows he's in the wrong, but he doesn't want to give a reasoning to why he brought it to admit that he was in the wrong. Correct. Which seems like the very uh, Dustin thing to do, as we'll uh, talk about in a little bit. Oh, because there's more. Oh, there's much more. Um. So. After having a chat for with the decoy for just a couple of days shy of a, of a month, almost at a year, <laughs> um, I mean it wouldn't surprise me with that. No, either. it wouldn't. Um, but yeah, after having almost a month long conversation with the decoy, they do arrange a time for them to meet. He drives four hours from a small little town in Kentucky. I won't specify just for security reasons. He does drive from a very small town in Kentucky over to Bowling Green, Kentucky to meet this decoy. So then that's when we start getting into some some classics. I mean, four hours. I mean, that's that's a long car drive. That's that's, that's like a, a drive to I'm trying to think where we where 
That's like a, for us, what or at a, least for what, the beach. No, because uh, that's that's a little shorter. That, that's like that's like us driving from from my house down to town, down to the Baltimore Inner Harbor and back. Okay, fair enough. But would you drive four hours to meet up with a girl? Absolutely not. I mean, a girl that you like just like met online. Absolutely not. I would not even drive 45 minutes to somebody that I just met. Yeah, they have to be like five minutes or or, or less. It's like, please be within Ubering distance. And Jeff Sokol will deliver the pizza for free. Exactly. Um, so <laughs> he then makes his way into the house, which was then quoted by Casey that she actually felt bad for Dustin because of his disability. But, you know, she or herself and everybody else who felt sympathy for Dustin because of his disability had to put that sympathy aside because they had to think of the real reason of why he was there. And that was to have sexual encounters with a 13 year old. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, they make their way into the house. You know, he sits down in the in the chair. They have little the, the, uh, com- the comfy chair. That's oh oh my god oh god oh god. <laughs> that's nice. Is this can't say adults. This is nice. Um. So you know they have their little bit of small talk, and Casey the decoy starts asking, you know, what do you want to do? And he starts giving his oh, I'd like to hold you. And kiss you, which seems to be a reoccurring thing, not just in the teacup world, but specifically in Bowling Green, because there's a few predators from Bowling Green that say those exact same words. Just they'd like to hold you and kiss you. Yeah, the one, the one that comes in the same house and he needs, he has to use the bathroom. Yeah, I forget his name. I forget his name too, but I can see his face. Yeah, I can too. (laughs) (laughs) So then. Casey asks Dustin, did you bring the razors? He said that he does. And she asks him to like reiterate on exactly what he wanted to do because she was kind of confused. And he goes, I'll show you later. Yeah, he kind of like puts it off. And then she was like, will you just tell me? Like she was just trying to get it out of him more because – and I would assume this is why because – Authorities wanted to hear it verbally from him on what he on what his intentions were. And then he, he finally says, like, I thought you were, you were wanting to be shaved down there. And, and then Chris comes out. Yeah, eventually we are then graced with the pedo slayer and his uh, his gloriousness. He then makes his way out and instantly. Dustin's uh, like motives change. He's immediately saying like he wasn't going to do anything, and that he just needs to like he was just meeting up with the girl, and there was no intentions. He wasn't going to shave her or anything. Um, not like so <laughs> when he's leaving the sting house. I'm sorry, but he takes way too long getting out of the house. 
And then he is arrested and taken into custody. Now, this I will hand off to you because I know that you've uh, you've studied his interrogation with the detective more than I have. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Yes. Um. So. Um. Yeah, like I I said earlier, um, that he plays the victim for most of the talking and the interrogation, um, and he also, um, keeps, like, walk, like, tiptoeing around the subject of what the officer is asking, like, it gets to a point where he just gets fed up and he's like, okay, this, here, here's the chat. And he starts reading the chat because Dustin keeps kind of going, well, uh, you know, blaming the decoy, blaming all these other people and not owning up for what he did. Um, and every time the officer reads a little like egg, I can talk, excerpt. <laughs> Did you just have a stroke? Is that what I just heard? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> Moving on. Um, a little bit of his his delightful uh reading. Um, Dustin kind of like just starts like apologizing and go and just and, and not apologizing like um um. What is it Jeff Stacy? Um, does of like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know. Um, but Dustin will go like, oh, I'm an idiot, and I'm this, I'm that. Again, like I said before, he's not an idiot. Most of these pedophiles and, and predators, they're yes, they do and say the things that we're all accustomed for what they were going to say, but, um, I don't know. I just feel like he, he know he knows what he's doing by, again, um, like I said before, um, you know, using his disability as a crutch. Right. Pun and intended. Um, Oh, that was awful. Now that now that I like got that, that was horrible. <laughs> um, also, it is found out that he has a uh, pornography on his uh computer. Um, during his his talk, um, he says, "Oh, well, I have um, I have pictures," but he doesn't specify what pictures are on there. And the detective does ask him a few times, like, well, is it, is it any pornography? Like, people, of, like, children. And I think he says, like, well, there's people that might be having sex. I don't know. Like, almost like it's a movie. Like, he has Fifty Shades of Grey on his laptop. Right. Like, that's how he's treating it. Like, oh, it's a movie, so it's fine. Like he's yeah, like he's not actually specifying what is exactly on his computer. 
but uh, it is then discovered that he did have child pornography on his computer. <clears throat> and I, this was after his, you know, his interrogation and everything. But once that was discovered, he was then sentenced to a pretty lengthy sentencing. Um, he was sentenced to five years for traveling across state lines to meet up and have sexual encounters with a minor. And then he was also added uh, eight years for possession of child pornography. But this was also, uh, there was a two-year gap, if I remember. So in theory, it was really a 10-year sentence. So all in all, it was about a 15-year sentence after all that. Uh, he was supposed to be going back to trial, though. This we just discovered. Um, back in February of this year, 2020, Stop scrolling. I can hear you scrolling. Sorry. <laughs> um, back in February of 2020, he was scheduled to go back to court for probation violations. Uh, he was still at large with the child pornography. Uh, he was not really f making any progress in bettering himself with his issues. Uh once he was released from prison, though, he was released on a lifetime federal sex offender probation. That is what he's he's been violating. As I was saying, uh, he's still found with child pornography in his possession after being released from prison. Um, so while in prison, this this is a great one. And it's such a Dustin thing. I was, I was not surprised at all when I discovered this. He was in prison. He was partway through his sentencing. And he wrote a letter to his convicting judge. That letter requested him to immediately be released from prison. Um, I don't know why he felt that that was going to be acceptable. He maybe, maybe he just wanted to go home. He would you say he just wanted to go home? Yeah, he, I'm I'm a good boy now. Can I go home? I got stuff on the DVR. Oh lord! I want to know how the Bachelor ends. Do they still make To Catch a Predator? I haven't caught up yet. Is Dateline still on? Anyway, he in the letter, like I said, he requested to be immediately released, and if that request was denied. He then requested a jacuzzi be put in his cell. Oh, a walk-in jacuzzi. My oh, name. yeah, a, a walk-in jacuzzi. Because that's apologies. important. Yes. Dustin's not jumping in anytime soon. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was awful. I kind of hate you for that one. Good. <laughs> um, but, like, where does he think he is that he thinks he gets these special privileges that he can just, you know request to have a, a jacuzzi put into his cell and oh sorry a walk-in jacuzzi oh let's see he maybe thought he was in the bahamas or something like who asks for that exactly like you're in prison you're not at like a five-star hotel like you can't just get upgraded to a like a five-star room with a 
view in a jacuzzi and everything. Like, and, and like I said, it's such a Dustin thing. I mean, at that point, why didn't he ask for like a plasma screen TV? <laughs> you know? Yeah, really. It's like, oh, let me get a king size bed. And like, do you want a dresser while you're at it too? And nice jammies. Yeah, really. It's like let's trade that orange out for something a little more comfortable. You you need a onesie. Like I think plaid would be look would look real nice on you. Yep, black black stripes or yeah, white and black stripes. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Actually, orange doesn't really match my color tone. Can I maybe get a fuchsia? <laughs> oh my god. So, uh as of right now, he's still on probation and still receiving, uh, what would you get justice for what he did? And as of right now, there's no update on it. But uh, due to COVID nineteen, his pro- uh, his trial has been delayed, so he's still under heavy probation for what he did. You could say COVID nineteen helped him out in this case. I hate you. Why? There was... Uh, I keep knocking him out of the park today. I just felt like about five brain cells leave my head. Good. After hearing that statement. Good. All right. So, on that note, that's all I have for Jeff... Or that's not, I was, I was going to say Jeff Stacy because I saw his name pop up. What's wrong with for, that? For Dustin McFedridge. Do you have anything else you want to add for Dustin? Uh, not that I... Not really. I know this episode's going to be shorter. It is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode. But, you know, a uh, shorter episode does not mean it's, an, it's a bad episode. No. I mean, I got a few zingers in there, so can't complain. Uh-huh. So, uh, with that, I think it's time we uh, give our hints for the next Predator. I don't even know who, who we decided. Uh, this is one that I've wanted to do okay. since we started the show. Okay. Uh, I know this is one that you quote all the time. I don't know. I quote a lot of them. Very true. You do quote a lot of them, but this is one that you quote on a daily basis. And I know that for a fact because we talk on the phone almost every day. Not every day. There's some days that I go. There's like two days sometimes that I go without hearing from you. Well, I get busy. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, the hints for this is she episode. of age? Shut up. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> how much do you want to murder me? <laughs> words cannot describe, nor can numbers describe how much i want to strangle you sometimes anyway the hints for the next predator the big one we have is yoga and uh and uh he kind of looks like popeye a little bit yeah a little bit does have a bit of a Popeye going on there. Yeah. But yeah, yoga and Popeye. So. And red jumpsuit sweatshirt looking thing. Ignore that last one. 
everybody that's listening. Ignore what CG just said. <laughs> anyway, those are our hints. Yoga and Popeye. Very much like the last episode. If you guys do know who is going to be in the next episode, send us a message and tell us your guesses on who you think the next Predator is. If you are the winner and you're the first one to guess it correctly, you will get a shout out on the next episode as well as the Facebook page. So with that said, you can find us on Facebook as well as Instagram and soon to be YouTube at to cap it off the to catch a predator podcast for any updates. Please check up on our, on our Facebook page. We usually update that the most. Uh, With that said, I am your host, Jake Scholl, joined here by my co-host. C.G. Myers, who's the idiot. <laughs> and we will see you guys in the next sting. Bye-bye. I'm just on my way to the beach. Put that in the fridge. You know what? I don't want this cookie. No, I just stopped by. What's wrong with that? Me, my mommy, and my dad. I'm here. I'm here. Oh, my God. God.